a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. No, I did. (laughs) The episode has to start with Nolan saying, wait, I have to press on air? That that would be be a new one for me. Um, Well, considering the fact, too, that it took us... 15 minutes nolan last time which is embarrassing but that's what you like, need me we we do need you you we did want you to you need me man i don't need you whose song go ed sheeran good work well welcome oh, man don't get me started on his name. <laughs> what, what do you have against ed sheeran no this is latest song you which like one? it or you don't like it no it's creepy <laughs> wait which one i'm in love with your body come on <laughs> He's not talking about, what girl, not what talking about your body. Yeah, easy. No, he's no. not talking about you. Well, that would be even creepier, but still, I mean. What would be come on? What, what could, would be creepy about if he was talking about your body because it's you or because he doesn't even know you? I would say both. <laughs> Equally both. Yes. I thought he was talking about John Paul II's theology of the body. No, I mean, I would love to do a parody of that song and put theology of the in front of that. All right, let's stop doing this podcast right now. That's what we need to work on for the rest of the day. That's all we have, folks. I'm in love with the theology of the body. I'm in love with the theology of the body. (laughs) We get on. (laughs) It's a tribute to uh, to JP2. Oh, man. (laughs) We got to make it nice and cheesy and Catholic. That's a great that's a great uh segue by the way from our our last uh our last po- mini episode. Yeah. <laughs> that that would definitely be over. That's right. It would Jump be all the way second. over. I just but while we're on that topic, I just have to say you two are throwing a lot of shade my way. Well, hey, we, we gave you every opportunity to speak up. You're yeah. being quiet. <laughs> we gave you ample ample opportunity. It's not our fault you didn't say anything. All I know is Sorry, I knew you guys right. I, I said I set up the uh, the Google Hangout so that it would be all ready to go when I left, and then you guys couldn't you couldn't record right you couldn't hit record. No, we had to figure it out. What were yeah. you even doing that day? I was at a priest conference. Oh, how was that? Sure, it was <laughs> yeah. it was good. <laughs> it was insert, good. Insert air quotes. Priest conference. That's like that's like. That's one awesome like perk of being a priest. Anytime you miss something, you just feel like, oh, I was at a priest conference. <laughs> Who's gonna call you out on that one? You know? <laughs> Apparently you two. <laughs> yeah, well, and for our ten listeners, they'll they'll know they'll be in on the secret now too. Yeah. You you could pretty much skip out on anything, go to the Mets game, and then just tell people you were at the priest conference. Yes. Oh, where was it? Ah, oh, yeah, you know, a church at least. That's all you have. Because it's not like the average person knows any of the details that's, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's right. Only Nolan and I know there's no such thing as priest conferences. Father, we were expecting to see you last night at the parish gathering. Oh, I'm sorry. I ha- happen to be at a priest conference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Hey, we, just said the, we just said the same thing. Oh, that's because we finished each <laughs> other's sandwiches. The best part of this is Father Sean started with. You guys are throwing a lot of shade at me. And <laughs> we just continued to throw shade at him. Don't worry. I'll go to confession about it. 
Not to you, that's, though. That's my favorite uh, <laughs> new expression. Are you joking? You need to be anointed? <laughs> can, you, no, uh, no. can you do that over Google Hangout? Nah, no, nah, you're going to die. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, last time. <laughs> so, I, I feel like Father Sean should finish his thoughts about the, uh, uh, the last mini episode. Oh, yeah. I think we're past that now. It wasn't that important. All right. Well, I you just ruined the perfect segue because I was going to yeah. mention the last time that we – first of all, this is the first time all three of us are together in what? A month? A month yeah, and a half. About a month at least. A month. Oh, maybe less because I was – no, it's only been a few weeks. Yeah, a, a few weeks is a mo- about a month. Well, we went from a <laughs> – we, no, we went from a month and a half. I didn't say a month and a half. Nolan said I, it, I, In my mind, it was in the middle of February, but go on. No, it was because I was – because all right, the whole background of the story, which is how I know, it was the middle of March because I was home in New York, and I took a train from my – I took an Uber from our parents' house to a train station, took a train from Mineola all the way out east to do this – episode live with father sean at his parish inside his rectory i get there on time he's running late from the chiropractor or something or some priest conference and i'm hanging out with his youth minister Teresa, and he texts me i'm i'll be there in two minutes meet me in the rectory so we're like all right so we pack up the youth office and we start walking to the rectory I get in the rectory and some lady's talking to me and he calls and he said, how is he in the parking lot? And I'm like, we're inside the rectory. Just meet us here. And then I hang up and I was like, wait a second. I think he added something to that. So I called the back and this is where father Sean, you can continue the story. So, uh, I was parked in the parking lot because somebody hit my car. So that's why we didn't record that day. It was because, uh, I, so I'll take it from uh, a little bit earlier. I got, I got, I had to go to the chiropractor at three because I had, uh, uh, but I had other things going on earlier in the day and it, things just kept getting pushed back. And eventually I had to meet with the youth minister about something. So I was going to be late to the chiropractor. Normally I'll change my shirt at least and I don't wear my, uh, my collar. But, but since I was running late, I just went with my collar and I figured, all right, whatever. And and so then because I got there late, I had to wait longer than I normally do. And uh, so I, I'm coming out and I'm I'm at a red light right around the corner from the parish. And I and that's when I sent Justin the text because I knew because you know how he said he was talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. I knew that if, if I went in, uh, to uh, get him that we might bump into people and it would just take longer. So I figured if we started the process earlier, we'd be able to get here on time and start recording on time. So then I, I turn left and I'm, I'm waiting um, to turn into the church and there's three cars ahead of me. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Each one starts going. I'm waiting to make a left turn. I'm, I'm headed west on Main Street. And all of a sudden I'm looking as the oncoming traffic's coming and I'm getting ready to turn and I hear a boom, and I turn and see a car come flying out off the side of my car and go like into almost into the intersection. 
So I put my car in park, throw the hazard sign, and run out thinking this person must have had a stroke because nobody could be this foolish to hit a car that's not moved. <laughs> that's a nice choice of words. Oh, I've been thinking about how to say this for a while. And uh, <laughs> for about three weeks about now. About a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so I run, I run out of my car. To, to go to that car because I'm thinking this person must be dead or dying. And then I look in and it's a guy about a year older than, than Justin. And he looks at me and he has this face like, Oh no, I just hit a priest. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I was like, Oh yes. Uh, so I, I said, pull in to the, to the parking lot. I pull in and my car's all wobbly because he messed up the wheel. And I, and I call the police, and I ask him if he needs anything. Then the first witness comes over, and I saw everything. <laughs> That's what he said? Yeah, basically. Not in so many words. And then the second witness. How, how many fewer words could there be that I saw everything? It was something was like that. Like, was any of the witnesses like regular parishioners that you know? I did not know. The, one, the guy that was behind me, I did not know. But he knew me because he he goes to mass regular. He was bringing his yeah. kid to uh, religious ed. Okay. And then uh, so he was behind me and he saw it happen because he was right behind me waiting to turn left. Then another guy who's technically a parishioner um, was on the side and pulled over on the side of the road and saw it happen because he said he saw the guy swerving and then he, he knew he was going to hit me. But it's like one of those things where you, you can't do anything about it. I had no idea he was coming because I'm not looking behind me or, or at the passenger side because I'm not going right. I'm going left. So right. the no, cop's going go left, Nolan. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to go. Uh, uh, the cop comes and, you know, he, the, the witnesses are like, we saw everything and in not so many words. Um uh, I should say I'll use a, a priest line. So in in the ritual books, it says in these or similar words. So that's what we'll say. They said that uh, in you those. Learn that at the conference. Yeah, that we, that's what we thought. That was actually what the conference was about. Um, in similar words. So, so then he talked to me. I told him what happened. He said, "Okay." He went over and talked to the guy who hit me. Comes back and goes, uh, "Just so you know." He confessed everything. I think he felt guilty because you're a priest. And he says, <laughs> he's like, so I don't really, I don't really need to ask the witnesses because he admitted complete guilt. And he's like, that never happens. And I was like, well, my day just got better. So then uh, <laughs> I call a tow truck. We're like, good, good, good. <laughs> 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 oh man in sim now, and those are similar words right <laughs> mean meanwhile the real victim here was me because yeah. i had traveled all this way from tennessee oh all all the way from tennessee i was hungry i was famished i all i wanted to do was get halal food with my brother after a fun podcast with our friend nolan and there i am sitting there watching this cop write paperwork for an hour good times it was it it took two hours to wow, get everything crazy. to get everything settled and you you would think ma'am confessing guilt would make it like a real quick thing too yeah i was guilty 
Here's it my took, insurance. It took forever. It took forever. Two Because yeah. I had to go uh, uh, to the college that I work at that night. And I didn't I didn't get there until very, very late. Um because and then because one of the priests here dropped me off. But it was like it took it took for and then the tow truck was coming, and then we found out that the the uh the place yeah. they were gonna bring it was closed. It was like I, I think the thing. story's over now. We got we got the gist there, Father Sean. But then the tow guy came the next day, he was very nice. Thank God. <laughs> And he was like, this story into the next day now. Gosh. He was like, was there's little victories along the way, I suppose. Do you have your car back? That's actually a real question. No, I still don't have it back. It's so it's been ten thousand dollars of damage. <laughs> yeah. It's been a month and a half since you had your car. It hasn't <laughs> been a month and a half because it was it was on the twentieth of March. So where was that little bit of knowledge when we were arguing about when the last time we were I thought you were talking about when the last time we actually recorded was. For the, the record, that's what I was thinking of too. Yeah, oh. not not. So that's what, that's where I'm okay. I'm wrong. Last time we actually recorded might have been a month and a half. Approximately. So within this much month and a half, um, I hear that both you and Father Sean Nolan were on a confirmation retreat together. That's you know, we, right. we attend. We attended a confirmation retreat because we have to receive confirmation. Right, so I was still trying to figure out how Sean, Father Sean, skipped that a uh, process in the uh, becoming the uh, formation for the priesthood. But yeah, we uh, I was uh, I was uh, blessed and honored to be invited to uh, Father Sean's parish to help him give a confirmation retreat for uh, the confirmandi, aka candidates, at his uh, parish. <laughs> Inside joke to all the eighth graders who aren't going to listen to this podcast. Is that how you right. address them? They uh that that was I, I just assumed um that they all knew that they were confirmande and so I asked a trivia question what's the official name for someone preparing for confirmation and one of the kids said candidate I told him he was wrong but that's what they they had been taught so Father Sean had to correct me and we let we we used candidate from then on. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you talk about there, Nolan? Uh, I just kind of went up and said some stuff. That's nice. No, I I uh, I give a I used to give a Holy Spirit talk on the uh, on the retreat. I don't know. I'm ho just hoping I didn't say anything uh, blasphemous or heretical. But um, no, I, I just feel like uh, like the Holy Spirit is the uh, the least understood, um, and maybe maybe it was by design, but the least understood uh, member of the Trinity. And uh, so I just always like to take confirmation as a chance to talk about the Holy Spirit and how he's involved in our lives. And um, I, I think I uh, do it in a relatable way. I don't know. Father, Father Sean can tell you off air if uh, whether that's true or not. I stopped paying attention after the first two minutes. Yeah. How long was said retreat? It was a lot of wasted time, but it was, a, it started at 545 and ended at 915. I wouldn't say it was, it was necessarily wasted. Well, they ate. They they get there at five forty-five, but they don't really get there until like six. And then the pizza doesn't really come until six fifteen. Mm. So right Wait, there, that's the a retreat? half hour where nothing's happening. The retreat starts off with pizza. Why is it so late? Because it's it's the um, public school kids. What day of the week is it? It was a Thursday and a Wednesday. Oh. But one of the things that was interesting is we enacted all of our. Uh, all of the things that we suggested, I think we used 
from our uh, mini episode. That's right. The helpful one, not the goofy list list one. Right. So I had to insult people while I was giving my first talk. He had to. He was just forced to. (laughs) It was the Holy Spirit made me. Um, so Nolan, speaking of Utes, there's, there's one, one gentleman that you would like to shout out, I think. Absolutely. I'm glad you reminded me. Um, my buddy Aiden, who is a faithful listener to the show, um, chimed in a little bit on Twitter about our last, uh, mini episode, which of course, um, for those of you that haven't listened, was, um, our, our top five fan favorite Catholic figures of all time. And so uh, we did that. Um, although really it probably had more of a modern day spin. Um, uh, we all compiled lists and it was, it was a fun little episode. Go back and listen if you haven't had a chance to do that. Uh, but Aiden had a great idea um, for a mini episode. Um, and we had offered the opportunity for anyone to, to chime in with their own suggestions of their own f- fan favorite list or maybe call us out on somebody that we missed. And so Aiden put together um, kind of a new uh, rewording of the question or reworking of the questions, not necessarily the fan favorites, but the Mount Rushmore of Catholic figures. So like the top four, I guess, um, most significant Catholic figures, um, if we're going with Mount Rushmore. Um so that's a whole nother, um, whole nother question, which um, I think we'll get to at some point in this episode. Am yeah. I right? So stay tuned. Let's take a break, and then coming up, Mount Rushmore of Catholic figures. Dun dun dun. <laughs> And welcome back to our second segment of the most recent episode of the Untitled Catholic Podcast. Again, we'd like to shout out Aiden. Um, Aiden, actually, Nolan, introduced me to a good friend of mine in Nashville. Also, I believe a listener slash worship leader, Ricky Vasquez. Okay. So that's a fun fact about our buddy Aiden with the Mount Rushmore of Saints idea. Um, But before we get to that, Father Sean, Nolan. Yes, we have a another. Where's the homily segment? This is the first time doing this segment since I've been on the show. Wait, that's right. The first. <laughs> where's the homily? In maybe it's been two hundred weeks by now. Who knows? Something I just, I just, or maybe a month and a half. A month and a half. I have to say. I have to say one thing. What I I wanna I wanna say. At this time, I think it's important that we remember Kyle. Um, yes. And I, I just saw Kyle uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, Why did you say that so solemnly? In in Dallas. Uh, because every time you talk, Nolan, I miss him more and more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set the record straight, Sean. Kyle's doing great. Kyle's doing wonderful. That's, that's why I said that. It sounded like yeah. to, to you know remember him in, in prayer or something like that. I, no, he's doing great. It's to remember us in prayer that we're working with you, Nolan, and not Kyle. Right, right. We just miss him. No offense, Kyle. Nolan. We just miss him. I was happy to see him. <laughs> but not taken. 
<laughs> I was happy to see him, and and, uh, and he actually listens. Well, there you have well, it. What the heck was someone throwing? That's that that rapper sound sounded like when you delete the trash on your computer. I have a Hershey Kiss that I just dropped on the floor. Was that like a subliminal, like try to trying to delete the trash, aka Nolan from the podcast? <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call you trash. Anyway, okay. where's the homily? <laughs> well, well, trash, trash is useless. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm slightly better than useless. <laughs> Are you ready for the homily question, Father Sean? I am. I am. All right, so here's the uh, here's uh, my take on this. Uh, so recently uh, at our school that I work at, we had a blood drive. And uh, as we usually do before school, we have a mass and uh, just a regular daily mass. And one of my Eucharistic ministers um, came up to, uh, to distribute Holy Communion, and he happened to be holding the chalice. And he spilled a little of the uh, precious blood onto his shirt. And the shirt happened to be a blood drive shirt that said, give blood. Um, and he would also happen to be one of the, the volunteer helpers at the blood drive that very day. So that very day, he was at the blood drive with a blood drive shirt with the precious blood spilled on his shirt. So, I, I mean... I just got to know, Father Sean, where is the homily in that one? So what I would say is let the record show that this is the first time that I'm hearing this story. So everything that I come up with is completely unimprovised and on the spot or improvised, improvised. Right? Improvised. I messed that up. Yeah. Improvised. Sure. Now, now that I said that, it sounds like I had this prepared the whole time. Um, I, I would say I'm a little disappointed in you, Nolan, for one simple reason. That one is very easy to give um, uh, a homily on. Because well, I figure so we look at. Up. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that. I take back everything I mean I said about you earlier before you signed on. You're a um, sweetheart. So we would say that uh, in the Eucharist, Jesus gives himself to us. He lowers himself in order for us to be able to receive him, knowing that he will be dropped and knowing that he would be spilled. So every time he gives himself to us in the Eucharist, uh, he spills his blood for us. And in this in 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 this situation, he he spilled his blood literally on a shirt that said, "Give blood." So Jesus gives us eternal life as we try to give people the gift of life by giving our blood to those who are in need. Wow. Go on. That's the homily right there. <laughs> I know. It was great. I just wanted to <laughs> Where's the homily? I think we just found it. I'm it's still like, waiting I... for it. No, I'm just... <laughs> now, here's a real question, though. Is there a way that, like, do you have to throw that shirt out in, in a proper way to... So what you would have to do Lies is you would have no. Well, you could do that, I guess. What you but that's what, what you, I would do. What you should do I'd is probably you should light it on fire first and then ask if that was the right way to do things. <laughs> <laughs> you should remove the shirt and soak it in water. 
And then after it's soaked in water for a substantial amount of time and that the stain starts to come out, then then that means that the precious blood has then dissolved and it's no longer the precious blood. And then you reverently dispose that water into the ground or if you have what's called a sacrarium, which is the special sink in the sacristy, um, that's where you would put it. I do want to amend one thing that I said when I said he continues to spill his blood for us. The, the crucifixion was a one-time act. I wasn't meaning to say that every time we celebrate Mass, we re-crucify Christ. I'd let the record show. That's not what I meant by that. In those words or others. In those are similar words. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, and then after after that, then you could wash it normally. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I kind of knew it was a lamp. I mean, I, I would, I would have been worried if you couldn't come up with a homily off of, off of that one, but. I mean, that's a good start, and we'll just, we'll just keep it rolling from there in future weeks to come. I mean, that, that would be, roll, that would be roll, a roll, great roll. homily for you to use if you were in a place like a school or with a youth group or something, because it's so like. Plus, the fact that it's like a terrifying moment for a Eucharistic minister, especially a teenager who uh, just started doing it for their school to, like, spill the precious blood. Yeah, that's the, it's, it's, it's easier to drop a host because you could just pick it up and consume it. When you spill the precious blood, it's he, much, much He worse. hasn't been allowed back since, just for the record, to show as well. That, well, I would, uh, one of my friends uh, I'm kidding Chris, about that, by the way. I know, <laughs> I know. Let's all just calm down, all right? Uh, <laughs> there's no need to freak out, okay? <laughs> Um, <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> Is that from something? It should be. I don't know. <laughs> but good uh, answer. Good answer. Good answer. So my 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 friend was at the March for Life, like maybe seven or, and at, it was he was at the Verizon Center, and some uh, the priest was giving out the precious blood, and then. Uh, uh, she dropped the chalice and the precious blood went all over the floor. And she said, my Lord and my God, what have I done? <laughs> and quickly, <laughs> and quickly went on the floor and started to try to, to like drink the precious blood off the floor. No. Licking it up off the floor. And, and, the, and the priest was like, stop, stop. Does anyone have a bottle of water? And then, like, three people handed him a bottle of water, and he poured the water all over the area. And he goes, okay, it's not the precious blood anymore. So, is that legit? Yeah, because it, once it's dissolved, once it's more water than wine, then uh, it's not the precious blood anymore. Okay. What, my Lord and my what God, a, what have I done? Why has thou forsaken me? Eloi, <laughs> <laughs> Eloi, lama sabachthani. It would have been great if the priest said, who's got bottles of water? And a bunch of people came over and said, get out of my church with those bottles of water. What are you <laughs> doing? Oh, my God. You know what? Bless that lady's heart. It was in the right place. That it was. It was. I, 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 I'm making fun of her. It also reminded me of... Uh, uh, there was this what the well when we were getting ready to do the retreat, we were walking around saying hello to the kids as they were waiting for their pizza, trying to keep them calm. And this girl had um uh this this kind of thing on the back of her phone that's like a stand or something, and we asked what it was called, and she said it, and Nolan says to her, 
you really think you should use that kind of language? <laughs> <laughs> or you know, you said you really think you should swear like that? Yes, <laughs> that's my line. And she turned as white as a ghost. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, like, I tried to, like, because like, I saw she was scared, so I tried to, like, let her know it was uh, totally okay. I was just messing around. And then her face just turned red. So <laughs> she went from terrified to embarrassed to all, all to just, within a blink of an eye. That, Please walk away from me. Thanks to you, Nolan. That candidate will never come back to church. Uh, that's what I do. I send them away. <laughs> Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. <laughs> seep, seep through all the good ones. Oh, man. All right, well, let's take another break. Uh, maybe when we come back, we'll do our Mount Rushmore of Saints, courtesy of Aiden. Sounds like a plan. So by the time this episode airs, uh, it will probably be around ordinations for priests in our diocese. But right now we're recording during Holy Week. So figured it would be a good time, Father Sean, just to give maybe a couple words of wisdom for, for Holy Week or the Triduable. Do you think that this is really the best thing to do? Because by the time this probably gets put up, Holy Week will be over. Well, there's unless people. I do it today, well, that way they got a long preparation for next Holy Week. <laughs> <laughs> or they could look back and say, "Wow, that was nice." How about how about uh for um how about for getting the most out of Easter? Yeah, or both. So what I would say is this, <laughs> and these are similar words. I would say, uh, I I think even though Holy Week starts on uh, Monday, um. It really doesn't feel like it kicks in until, the, like you said, the Triduum on uh, on Holy Thursday. And I think the the one of the coolest things, at least in our diocese, is we have what's called the Chrism Mass on Holy Thursday, that the day that it's uh, supposed to be, and that's when the bishop blesses the um, the oil, so the oil of the sick, uh, used for the anointing of the sick, the oil of the catechumens, used for those who are uh, getting ready to be baptized. And the um, the oil of the chrism, the sacred chrism, which is used for confirmation, baptisms, and um, uh, holy orders. And uh, so that's, I think, kind of like a really cool way to kick things off because that's that's those oils are going to be used at the vigil. And um, I recommend to people really if taking a part in the triduum and and really kind of entering in. To Holy Week, because as we do go through the Triduum, you know we have the Mass of the Lord's Supper on Thursday night, so we're we're uh, reliving the um, the Last Supper in a special way, and um, you know the institution of the Eucharist. We celebrate that, and that's that's the last Mass that we have until the Easter Vigil, because on on Good Friday it's the only day in the liturgical year that Mass is not allowed to be offered, and then to have the uh, uh, you know, celebrate the passion of of Christ. I, I love listening to the passion. I love venerating the cross. I think, like, one of the greatest things about being Catholic is what we call the smells and the bells. So, like, the tactile stuff, the tangible things, the things that we could actually touch and, and feel. And when we go up and, and and kiss the cross, it I don't it always makes the crucifixion more real. 
um it's because we're like embracing the cross that 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 christ embraced for us um because he really did embrace it he, it wasn't forced upon him he he took it upon freely and you know when we get to hold the cross in our hand and, and kiss it and then i i like that's other than ordinations that's the priest prostrate and they lay on the ground um as they process in and i always thought that was really cool and then the Easter vigil is is amazing because it's it's we get to celebrate it. We start in darkness because um, one of the things that I always find really cool too. And shout out to Becky who who works at the parish and also listens. Um, she said that one of the things that we one of the things that churches do is they remove the Eucharist from the tabernacle uh, after the Mass of the Lord's Supper. They'll have an altar of repose where you can come and, and pray before the Blessed Sacrament. And then on Good Friday until the Easter Vigil, the Eucharist is not in the tabernacle. And, and the church has a different feel. There's a certain emptiness that's there because Jesus isn't present. And um, I, I feel like when we start off the Easter Vigil in darkness and there's that emptiness and there's that anticipation, and then when the lights come on and we draw, we rejoice that that Christ is risen. It's just, uh, it's a really cool thing to be a part of. And this year at our parish, we have almost forty people um, being either becoming Catholic or being fully initiated in the church. So wow. it's very exciting uh, to do to, to be a part of that. And then it it connects us back to the Chrism Mass because they will be uh, com confirmed with the Chrism that the the bishop blesses uh, on Thursday. Awesome. I, and it's funny, uh, if I go back to what you're saying about um, like Holy Saturday and coming into the darkness um, that evening for the vigil, someone just pointed this out and I didn't really even know it was a, it was a thing that people do. I don't know, perhaps you guys do. Um, but apparently it's kind of a tradition for some people to go into church on Holy Saturday at some point during the day and just sit for like 10 or 15 minutes in the silence and in the quiet and just kind of take in that emptiness that you were speaking of. I mean, it's something I've done before, but not like consciously like saying this is, you know, my, my Holy Saturday ritual, just like I'm just going to stop in the church. And you definitely do notice, um, so long as there's not like people like decorating for Easter in the, uh, in the church at the time, you definitely do notice like an emptiness. But had you guys ever heard of that before? I've never heard of that. Nor have I. It's, it's kind of like a cool tradition, I think, to do with your family. Um, you know, I'm thinking out loud for myself, my own family, just to, because um, it was a student of mine that, that mentioned that she, she would go in there with her family and they would just sit quietly for like 10 minutes and then leave. And she said she, she every year, she, in a weird way, um, looked forward to it, even though it was like she really felt awkward being there because it was, you know, there was that emptiness. It wasn't the same as it is being in church any other time of the year. Yeah, you can feel it. And it's like the opposite of Holy Thursday when the Eucharist is exposed. Mm. Which is interesting. I've, I've heard of people going to different churches Holy Thursday to sit in adoration for a while and just kind of like popping in different churches. Yeah. Which is also kind of a cool thought. And then the other thing that you said, Father Sean, that resonated is just like the smells and the bells. And they're, they're, they really are like in, in full effect this Holy Week. And that is something that like I could never live without. Like I absolutely love that about our faith, like all that tactile stuff, all the, all the, um, all the things that so many people like have questions about it and think is weird. Right. Um, 
I don't like it. It's because it's weird and because people have questions about it, but because there's such good answers behind them and there's such good symbolism and deep, rich theology behind them. Like I can, I can never live without those, those signs and those symbols. And, and I think one of the things that you said is, is so, so like, I know people who like to poo poo some of the, the smells and the bells and they explain it away and they'll say, well, they used this back then because of this. And it's like, yeah, a lot of the things that we do used to have a practical reason in addition to the theological reason, like incense, right? Like it smelled in the temple because like, they, they, they would be constantly just killing animals and, and burning the animals. So it smelled like dried blood and, and burning animals and, and stuff like that. So incense, yeah, it did mask the smell, but the right. smoke also represents like our prayers rising to God. So although there was a practical reason, it doesn't mean that there's not a theological reason as well. And that's the same with the sacraments. Like you look at something like baptism, practically speaking, water uh, quenches us and gives us life. We need water to live and it also cleans us. And that's what the sacrament of baptism does. So right. there's practical reasons why God chose water for the sacrament of baptism, but there's also theological reasons too. So it, it all kind of works together. And, but, and, and it kills me because why would we want to like take away or like shy away from like that double meaning, you know, the, the, that, that so many of these things have when so clearly that points, that in and of itself points to God, you know, because right, right. God comes crashing into our world, um, you know, and it's just, it just doesn't, he doesn't just live in the now, he lives in forever, he lives in eternity. And so everything that he does and he gives us, and that's what the church is, it's a gift from God, there's going to be multiple meanings because, right. you know, you can't just box God himself into, into one explanation or one way of thinking or one perspective. Um, and so anything that he gives us is a gift. I think even look at scripture. Scripture has meaning for that time. You can read scripture just, you know, simply this meant this to these people at this time, but it continues. It's living and it has meaning, um, you know, double, triple, quadruple meanings for today. Yeah. And and that was one of the cool things that we did with the, the kids for the confirmation retreat. We did uh, some Lexio Divina where, you know, the praying with the scriptures and the three nights that we did it, we're all within a week of each other because I, I did it with the school kids without Nolan. Were um, they a little more open to it? Uh, yes, because it was a smaller group and um, we brought them into the small chapel in the parish center. So they, they kind of were like closer together. It was a little bit more intimate. Mm -hmm. um, and they like weren't into it in the beginning. And then once, like just like the other kids, once we start, then they get into it. Um, and so yeah. those those three nights, um, was three days, was the same scripture. It's about, what was it, three verses? Uh, six through nine. Yeah, so Act three. One, six through nine. Yeah, so three verses. And each night that we did it, something Four. else pointed out. To me, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, four verses. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. I didn't realize you were a mathematician. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As in no. As in no. Well, good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be a tagline for the show? Good, good, good. good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, I feel, like, it, I feel like if we ever made t-shirts, that would be the first t-shirt. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good, good. No, I think I think uh, the 
Tyson DeGrasse would be the first T-shirt. Oh yeah, that was now great. that's that that would that was a missed opportunity. You could have called me Tyson DeGrasse right there. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but he's a scientist, not a mathematician. I didn't want to mix the jokes. You saying Tyson DeGrasse doesn't know math? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I said no. <laughs> I said no such thing. Let the record show. Um. So looks like we're running out of time. But did you want to quickly? Father Sean, do your Mount Rushmore of Saints real quick. We'll do it. We'll do a quick round table just because we made Aiden listen this whole time, right, Nolan? I think he's it's been waiting there. patiently. So, so I, I'm assuming that the he, suspenders are killing him. <laughs> Not funny. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he met like our personal Mount Rushmores. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how I interpreted the question, and oh, okay. I, I put a lot of deliberation in this, and I spent, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be, I'd be lying if I said I didn't bring it to prayer, and um, I came up with four saints, four of the saints that I asked to intercede for me um, the most often, and I'd have to say the first one is, Amen. Oh man, well, Aiden. Gets us Sorry about that, man. It, it, we were we were into it. it. Sounded like Father Sean. You really thought hard about it. Well, looks like we'll have to just do it again another time. You know what? And then maybe next time we'll bring Aiden on, and that's a mini episode right there. I, I hey, smell that? I smell a mini episode. <laughs> it smells delicious. It smells delicious. I'll be, on, uh, I'll be on an old tour for a few weeks, so maybe that's that's a good time to do it. Bam. All right. Any final words, Nolan? Good, good, good. <laughs> How's that for you? Father Sean, is he joking? Help! Help! <laughs> can, he, can he give himself last rights? <laughs> Unfortunately not. I have to just make a sincere act of contrition or hope one of the other priests hear me start dying. <laughs> Father Sean. Happy Easter. Happy Easters. Happy, Happy Easters. Easter, all right. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. Dominate your biscuits. <laughs> You really think you should be using that kind of language? I think I definitely should be using that kind of language. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.